Chapter Eighteen of A Dash for a Throne by Arthur W. Marchmont. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Carolyn. Chapter Eighteen. After the Abduction. This is my revenge, Herr Fischer. The words were spoken in an angry, taunting voice, quite loud enough for many people around us to hear, and they looked at us in the broadest astonishment they recalled my scattered wits captain von krugen what is the meaning of this i demanded in quick stern tone of the man who was staring in abject helpless bewilderment at the woman who had thus tricked us so cleverly i am absolutely at a loss he began but i cut him short you have betrayed your trust sir and god alone knows what the consequences will be meanwhile the cries for the queen minna were growing in volume and echoing all around us and i saw the baron heckscher look across at me the men about the throne had unmasked i thought rapidly it was no use wasting time in reproaching or abusing the woman who had fooled us we were in a mess which might ruin not only my scheme but the whole of us while the people were still shouting for the queen i hurried back to where praga was standing and in a few words told him what had occurred she is the devil i feared something i'll don't waste time we have a strong card yet and must keep possession of it you are still true to me i asked as true as death i'll show then you must do this return at once to friesen with all possible speed you and captain von krugen take the duke away anywhere and lodge him in a place of safety if neither of you can think of a better place carry him to gramberg but one of you will probably know of some place where he can be kept as a hostage if i cannot hold him prisoner our last hope is gone she will never say i trust no woman again in a thing of this sort put him where she cannot tell any one where he is you will have to ride all the way i expect no matter take the best horses in the stable here and ride them to a standstill if necessary you must go at a hand gallop the whole way or perhaps you can get a special train to spenitz anything but for god's sake go and at once you can deal with the woman afterward i called up von krugen and gave him the hurried orders remember at any cost to keep him a prisoner and let me know where he is these were my last words to the two and spoken with almost fierce earnestness as i turned from them i beckoned steinitz to me i am going to speak to that woman in a dark domino when i leave her watch her as you would watch the devil and let me know where she goes and to whom she speaks i went back to clara Whalen. will you give me an interview presently i asked very quietly adding significantly it will be safer i am not afraid of you she replied scornfully it will be safer i repeated i don't wish to speak to you 
it will be safer i said for the third time and then i crossed the room to where the men clustered about the throne were waiting for me where is the countess minna asked baron heckscher and he could not restrain the evidence of his feeling of triumph i regret that the countess minna von gramberg is unable to be present baron heckscher has known for some hours that this would be the case i said this loudly enough for those about us to hear and a glance into the man's face told me he knew of my sudden disappointment and was enjoying his triumph supremely i kept out of my voice and manner all signs of alarm or anger and added quietly to the baron you had better announce her indisposition and stop this clamour on seeing me cross to the throne those who were leading the chorus took up the cry for minna with redoubled energy i will not answer for the effect of the disappointment he said yet you will have to said i with a look he could not fail to understand i don't understand you he returned hotly i will not fail to make my meaning quite plain i retorted and you may not find the course so clear as you think what message shall i have announced that the countess minna von gramberg accepts the high mission to which she is called but that to-night she is too unwell to be present i answered and let the message be given at once we can't do that he replied seeing my object to bind him to this public acceptance of the throne by minna she must be here in person to make that possible if that is not done and at once i cried going close to him and speaking the words between my teeth i myself will proclaim the fact that the man who was here a minute since was not the king but your dummy and that the whole thing is a farce got up by you and these gentlemen you will then have to bring back the king himself and you can judge as well as i how he will view the acts that have been done here to-night and reward the actors you dare not play the traitor in that way dare not i dare do more than that and i clipped my words short as i whispered them into his ear i dare stand up now and tell the whole story of your double treachery for i know it all and by god if you thwart me any farther i will make my words good to the last letter i meant every syllable of the threat and i made this perfectly plain in my manner whether the man was actually afraid for himself i know not but he saw clearly enough that any such sensational statement made by me at that juncture would inevitably result in the complete overthrow of the scheme for which he had worked so hard i don't affect to understand your meaning he said but one way is as good as another to put an end to a scene that must be ended somehow then give the instructions and let the people see that they came from you and i drew back he called the man who had been acting as herald and spoke to him in an undertone and the letter was turning to the people when i interposed 
as this is the first utterance from the queen you had better have the trumpeters call for silence and let the herald end the declaration with the formal prayer god save the queen this was done though the men around me frowned in angry dissent and as soon as the announcement had been made the signal was given the band struck up for the dancing to recommence and the throng of people began to melt away from the dai on which we had all been collected so far i felt i had done the best i could to repair the disconcerting smash-up of my plans and already i had in my thoughts a rough idea of the line i would take later with the baron and his friends of the ostenburg interest they had outplayed me at my own game and had dealt me a shrewd and clever stroke which must have completely defeated me but for the fact that i had kidnapped their man the duke marx for the moment everything must yield to the necessity of keeping him secure and thus for some hours at least i dared not say a word to let them know what i had done with him i calculated that von krugen and praga would take about five hours to get to the place where he was concealed and they would need at least further four or five hours to get him to some other spot that at the least i had given them a difficult piece of work but they were both resolute and indeed desperate men and i had ample confidence that given sufficient time they would overcome the difficulty it was now past midnight and i reckoned therefore that i must hold my tongue about the duke until the following morning in the meantime i had the problem of minna's whereabouts to solve i must also ascertain whether the woman had told anything of the part which she and praga had played together in getting hold of the duke i looked round the room in search for her and not seeing either her or steinitz i was moving off the dai to make a tour of the rooms to find her when the two men kummel and beilager stopped me you promised an explanation of your conduct said the former in a curt angry tone be so good as to give it you will have an ample explanation later gentlemen matters of greater moment are pressing me now nothing could be of greater moment than the reason for the countess minna's non-appearance here to-night for that statement about her indisposition was of course untrue it was untrue as you say but until the whole matter can be told it is a waste of valuable time to discuss a small part of it i answered coolly although the insult in his tone and words was more than galling i differ from you and demand an explanation at once or shall i draw my own conclusions that is at your discretion you have taken a course throughout this which makes you largely responsible for the result do you insinuate that we are in any way responsible for spiriting away the countess he asked hotly i must decline to discuss this with you in your present frame of mind and temper your manner to me is an insinuation and an insult 
you will have to discuss it all the same or i will publicly insult you here in the presence of the whole room the hot-headed fool was likely to spoil everything that must also be as your indiscretion prompts you i returned sharply if you think you will serve the interests of my family by wrangling here and causing me to run you through the body afterward take your own course but you will do far better to keep a sharp watch on the man who has apparently been duping you i mean baron heckscher and try to thwart the deep scheme he has laid i believe you to be a traitor to have worked openly for the countess minna and secretly to have intrigued against her and that you have kept her out of the way purposely in the interests of the ostenburg family you are a spy nothing better and you are a foolish little man whose sight is as short as your temper and whose wits are as dull as your silly suspicions are keen you are the dupe of the baron heckscher you shall answer me for this or at least you should if you were worthy of consideration he was so angry and excited that he could scarcely keep from striking and this last insinuation of his had leapt out in his exasperation i had been expecting something of the kind and it prepared me for the line which the rest would take later but at that moment i caught sight of steinitz moving among the crowd in the distance and i put an end to this altercation promptly when you know the facts sir you will be far more ready to apologize to me than to challenge me but if you should then wish this matter to go forward you will not find me in the least unwilling i bowed ceremoniously and putting on my mask again hurried away after steinitz it was quite clear now that these men had got hold of some tale from the two lawyers about me and the baron was quite shrewd enough in order to separate me from the only two men among the leaders who were really loyal to minna to turn it to good account by proclaiming me a spy in the ostenburg interest it was an exceedingly plausible story to account for my having kept minna out of the way in the meantime my anxiety on her account was growing very keen and had i not known that happily von nauheim was laid by the heels and as i sincerely hoped badly hurt i should have been desperate enough as it was however i held a hostage for her safety and i was eagerly impatient for the moment to come when i could show the baron the real strength of my position steinitz pointed out to me the actress who had thrown off her domino and was standing in the middle of a group of men and women laughing and talking merrily i shouldered my way among the promenading dancers to a spot near her and then stood forward that she might see me as soon as she caught sight of me she threw a glance of angry defiance in my direction and turning her back recommenced her gay chatter with her companions 
but i was in no mood to let her trifle with me nor to allow her to think she could treat me as she pleased i went up and requested an immediate interview can't you see that i am engaged my dance-card is full she replied with supercilious nonchalance the business that i have with you cannot wait i said firmly and if you cannot give me a private interview i shall be compelled to discuss it here and now in public she looked at me to see if i were in earnest and apparently came to the conclusion that i was for with an angry toss of the head she said i can spare you three minutes until my next dance i led her to one of the many luxurious cosy corners of the place you have taken a very bitter revenge and a very cowardly one for no real offence i said is your anger satisfied with the one stroke or am i to look for another i warned you that you had made an enemy of me and you have made the warning good have you done anything else you know i refer to your work to-day at friesen if i can harm you i will and praga i hate you she cried with intense bitterness you have given ample proof of that have you betrayed him in regard of that affair to-day i shall not tell you who are you that you should cross-question me in this manner i am no servant of yours have you told the people for whom you have to-night tricked me that you have decoyed the duke marx into the hands of those who if need be will take his life i struck home with this thrust and she glanced about her in manifest alarm don't speak like that she cried in a hurried whisper there is no fear of anything of that kind you mistake i answered shortly and sternly if anything happens to the girl whom you have betrayed to-night the man whom you lured away will pay for it with his life and i myself will explain every detail of your share in the matter it was a little cowardly to play on her fears in this way but it was not for my own safety it was for minna's i was fighting for the woman's agitation increased with each word it must not be it shall not be you dare not she cried there is no dare not in schemes like these i answered grimly but i was promised there should be no violence you had not then played us false and worn that domino i will go at once and tell all i know she exclaimed excitedly good she had not told it is too late you were the decoy but the duke is now in the hands of my men and no power on earth can save him if i but issue the order do you think i do my work so poorly as to leave him where you or those whom you send could find him she sat her fingers interlocked and her eyes staring in a fixed set gaze of abject fright while her breath came and went with quick catches of agitation 
you have played the subtle part of double treachery and you will find it deadly dangerous i went on sternly it was necessary to frighten her thoroughly for the object i had and i let a couple of minutes pass in silence while this conviction of her danger forced itself home then i opened the door of relief it rests with you to save his life and your own and praga's i said she was too panic-stricken to act and the hope in her face at my words made me rejoice save the countess minna von gramberg help me to find her the light died out as suddenly as it had come i cannot i know nothing of her whereabouts tell me all you know about this trick by which you personated her at that moment a man dressed as a venetian gondolier approached to claim her for a dance i must know everything at once i whispered hurriedly you must refuse him it was a test of my power if she went off to dance i should accept it as a sign of defeat i must not refuse i dare not she said nervously you understand what it means i replied in the same undertone the man came up and the nervous movements of my companion's fingers showed me something of her agitation this is our dance i think he murmured bowing yes i yes it is and she half rose from her seat but then sank back again but i am not quite well enough to dance i am sitting here for the cooler air please excuse me permit me to sit it out with you then he said and he turned toward me as if expecting me to give way i did not budge of course but stared out in front of me as if i had not seen his look i am sorry but a friend has has brought me some important news and it has distressed me and i wish to continue the conversation it was as clumsy an excuse as any child in her teens could have mumbled out and given in a manner altogether unlike her own but fortunately the man took umbrage at the obvious slight and with a stiff bow went off i had won again now you can tell me all you know wait a moment let me be quiet or i shall faint she was now trembling violently and i sat waiting until she should have recovered her self-composure sufficiently to tell me the news i was burning to learn End of chapter eighteen